This NASCAR 2024 win totals picks part two edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all of your favorite SGPN podcasts, contests, and picks. Just type SGPN in your app store today to download America's number one DGen app. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb wrapping up the week talking racing things it is of course the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez As we talked about it earlier in the week, Christmas came early for us in the form of all kinds. Now, I'm a little little nervous, Cody, that we've burned through all of these already this week, and we haven't spaced it out enough, but I think we just got too excited, the fact that we have all this stuff to talk about, right? Basically. How how do you not? Like, it just gives, okay, give us more now, right? So, I mean, you know, I don't want to get too greedy, but uh, we, we got through all this, so give us more to talk about. And there should be... Xfinity and truck stuff coming out in the near future too. I think we're going to be just fine. We got plenty of other stuff to talk about, plenty of stuff to preview. Uh, we're only it's like I don't have the exact number today. I'm 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 off my game, but uh <laughs> it's around 50 days until the Clash of the Coliseum. So shit, we're almost there, Rod. It's not that far away. I keep I know I look at the date of of the Coliseum first, and then I look at the date of the Daytona 500, and I think, oh man, it's in February. It's February 18th, and then I remember. We're already halfway through it's December. All, it's almost Christmas, man. <laughs> like, there's no way that this is going to not just jump out at us, like, within a moment's notice. So, pretty excited, pretty happy. Uh, and and listen, to be honest with you, the fact that we have all this stuff to talk about, like we said, last season we kind of went into mothballs. And we only were putting out a couple episodes a, a week because, I mean, all we were doing was going over car numbers, and, and that wasn't very popular to people. <laughs> However, I will say that our big boss... Love the car number thing, so uh, you guys can all suck it. <laughs> I want the review. Dude, when he when he made that comment in that meeting, I was like, "Yes, somebody likes the car number." Justification, <laughs> and and I know in the comments are going to be like, "Rod and Cody won't shut up about that one review." Really, I think it was just the one guy that did. It like really that. was the one guy that voiced it. But I, I always say that one <laughs> voice can represent, you okay. know, 10, 15, whatever. Let us but, know if you want us to bring back the car number history. Yeah. See, and that's what's. That's what's sad about it. We only had certain episodes on certain days last year. We didn't hit all the car numbers, plenty of car numbers we could have talked about this year. Oh, well. 
<laughs> I mean, listen, that there's still always next off season, right? So we got plenty of time. Or actually, we still got a full month of January that we we'll probably fill oh, all that shit. stuff. So. We might we might hit some of them thirties. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, today we are going over the second half of the win totals. We ended with Ryan Blaney last week, and or last uh, episode rather. Feels like last week already. Uh, last episode, <laughs> we we left off with Ryan Blaney. So we'll go over the other nine drivers that are available. Uh, but there's actually been some news, and and we kind of skipped over it the last couple of days. But I think now is a good time to talk about some of the news that that we found out this week about drivers, about my favorite Canadian that's not a Canadian from California finding a new ride, uh, and, and and just a ton of other stuff that happened while we were all asleep. So, Cody, I let's start with that JGR thing. That kind of is a huge stable and, and a lot of drivers to talk about at once. Yeah, so uh, JGR, I mean, the Xfinity thing, It's you know, there's been rumors. We kind of knew who the drivers were for the most part, but didn't necessarily know exactly how everything was going to go. Obviously, uh, Coach Gibbs kind of let it slip uh, when he told the the Washington Commanders owner, uh, this is Eric Almarola. He drives for us now. <laughs> Boy, Oops. I wonder what that means. Um, so, yeah, they're going to expand back out to four uh, Toyotas, which they had been previously. They kind of contracted the last couple of years and, and just ran the three. Um, so it's going to be Sheldon Creed in the number 18 car, obviously moving over from RCR in the two car. Kind of expected that. Um, so he's going to be in the number 18. Then they're going to add the number 81. Speaking of numbers, kind of a cool little throwback. Dale Jr. drove the 81 car in the in the Bush series at the time. Or might have been, yeah, I think it was Bush. Maybe it was nationwide by then. I don't know, whatever it was. In what is now the Xfinity series uh, at points, which was pretty cool. Um, so 81 car is for Chandler Smith. Um, somebody I think we're going to be talking a lot about when we get to the Futures episodes for Xfinity. Um, and then Eric Almarola, to nobody's surprise, really, we kind of all saw this coming. Eric Almarola is going to split driving duties of the number 20 with John Hunter Nemechek. Um, sounds like Nemechek will run about 10 races, um, which you, the limit on the Cup Series guys is five races, right? But that's only after you've completed three full seasons in the Cup Series. So John Hunter does have a full season under his belt, but he's not past that three yet, so he can run. As many races as he wants, not running the playoff races, not running, um, what is it, Xfinity, the Dash for Cash or whatever they do. Yeah, Can't run those either. But um, so he'll, he will split the 20 car with Eric Almarola. This is kind of what was expected from Almarola, retiring from full-time Cup Series, spend more time with the kids, but not ready to hang up yet, right? Let's go back and have fun. And not only have fun, we're gonna, he's going to be in fast cars. We saw him win a race last year in an RSS Ryan Sieg racing car, right? And now he's going to be in a, a very fast Joe Gibbs car. He could be competitive. I mean, if he's running races like New Hampshire and stuff, he might be the driver to beat in those races. So I think that's going to be a, a fun guy to bet on throughout the season. So they'll split the number 20 car. And then the number 19 car is kind of going to be their uh, pay-to-play car, I guess you could say. Um, Ryan Truex is going to be back in that. Obviously, he won a race this past season. Uh, William Swalich, we saw him run some truck races for Tricon this past season. And I believe he's full-time boy. I have to look, I think, is he, I think he's full-time in, in for Tricon this season. Um, and then Joe, <laughs> Joe Graf Jr. is back. <laughs> he's up money. Um, and Taylor gray, my guy going to get some, some starts as well. So yeah, this is a, this is a solid lineup. Uh, Creed, obviously we saw what he could do in that two car. JGR cars are better. I mean, I know Austin Hill had a lot of success in the, in the RCR cars, but, the JGR cars are next level. 
Not only does Sheldon Creek get his first win this season, I think he wins multiple races. Chandler Smith, you saw him him kind of uh, over-compete in that college car, I think. Now he steps up into a better ride. That's going to be great. Al Marola is going to be a guy we're going to watch plenty. Still going to have opportunities to bet on John Arnimacek, which is going to be great. Might be some spot places you can you can get in on these 19 guys with Truex, um, with Sawalich, and, and maybe even Taylor Gray, too. <laughs> Nacho Graf, don't bet on him. Um, but, yeah, interesting. Ty Gibbs not listed on here. I don't know if he'll run any Xfinity races or if this means he's just going to focus on Cup, which might not be the worst idea. Just just focus on going out and putting together a solid Cup series season. Um, and then, like, no Denny Hamlin listed here. So I don't know if any of those guys are going to run some races or if they just – these are, like, their core, and those guys will still do some one-off type of races. I'm not sure. But solid lineup for, for the JGR Xfinity program. As if you expected anything less. I mean, this is JGR. They they definitely are trying to load their their cupboards, and and they have to because again, we've talked about junior motorsports being sort of the class of the field. And yes, Gibbs is still right there, and it's it's almost one A one B between those two teams as as far as I'm concerned. Because you know, I love me some junior motorsports. I can never let those guys go. But you have to have somebody to the, have the lineup to to get and with all of the jgr guys going to cup it's it's like you have to fill that pipeline and these guys definitely are, are worth that it's going to be fun to watch swalich i think in this uh xfinity series I, like you said it's gonna be fun to watch taylor gray i'm gonna be very interested to see how eric almarola does handle this right i mean this is a manufacturer switch this is an entire yeah. this is everything right this is him going to a completely different set up a, a, a completely different environment so was shr a little bit more toxic than we thought it was and maybe this is going to give him new life in racing who knows but like you said he, he won a race last season in lesser equipment he and could compete in this with him i mean he's he's a seasoned veteran like he's been in the cup series a long time now you're going to step down a level so you're competing against a lot of guys that are are younger or not as talented. I mean, he's going to be one of the more talented guys there. You're not in the Cup Series as long as Eric Amarola was. A lot of sponsorship money and help that, that kept him around, but he's a good driver. Just won a Cup Series race a couple of seasons ago um, at New Hampshire. He's going to be, I mean, and again, I, talk, I harped on it all season last year. Like, the JGR Toyotas are the fastest cars out there. You put a, a very good driver in a fast car, he's going to make the most of it. Maybe not every week, but... He's going to be a guy we talk about plenty, I think. And, and then to to John Hunter Nemechek still running part-time in this speaks, I think, to the relationship that Legacy Motor Club is it has now with JGR and and the fact that that uh, John Hunter is going to replace Truex when Truex retires, I think, is kind of the, the idea in all of this. But keeping that relationship close as Legacy switched over to Toyota, I think uh, that that all kind of shows a positive as well. We will see how this all plays out as the season, off-season progresses, and then, of course, as the season progresses. But definitely be a lot of fun to keep track of all of these drivers. More to talk about, but first, let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, and college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in make sure you check out and look for that spicy little chili they got going on there that is going to give you an opportunity to win 100 times up your entry all that good stuff thursday night football right around the corner so make sure uh, or actually just happened but sunday's full chock full of slate so make sure you check out underdog fantasy watch along make picks maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website 
underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. More drivers making their uh, switches, making some new team debuts, not the least of which is a three-letter word that we have uh, come to either loathe or love in this, and that's uh, SVG. SVG. Everybody's going to praise SVG. All hail and praise to our Lord and Savior, SVG. Wherever his championship uh, oh. odds are, people are going to bet on him like mad. Do the amount of people I've already seen just like completely sucking him off and how he's going to make the final four and just dominate the Xfinity series is it's rather hilarious. It, oh, boy. Cody, <laughs> Anyways, Cody, can't, even, Cody can't even put it together. <laughs> I don't even want to hate this guy. It's just like people love him so much and they're, it's like, pump the fucking brakes like oh anyways svg shane van gisbergen is going to drive full-time xfinity series for colleague um he's going to drive the number 97 so it's going to be a, a third car for colleague um they've obviously got the 11 with josh williams 16 with aj allmendinger they'll have the 97 here with svg um so he's gonna he's gonna be full-time for colleague in xfinity they had already mentioned i don't know that a uh, uh, tracks have been announced yet but He's going to run truck races for Nice. We know that. Um, so he'll, he'll be competing full-time in Xfinity, running some truck races. He's also going to do some cup races. Now, the cup races could be either with Colleague or Spire. We're not exactly sure yet. Uh, I don't know why it wouldn't just be a Colleague-fielded car. And potentially, it's the Colleague 16 car because we don't know about the driver or what the deal is. But then again, some of the races you're going to have him in, AJ would probably be filling in, so who knows. But he is going to do... Um, for cup races, he's going to do Coda, both Talladega races, the Coke 600, Chicago street course, of course, Watkins Glen, um, and the Vegas October race. Why there's not more road courses on there. I don't know because I mean, why not use the talents he has, right? Again, he's not going to be the best road course racer as we saw when he did. Cause he was at, which one was it that he went to? I don't remember. Uh, the one Indy? after, yeah, it was Indy road. No, was it Indy or was it? I can't remember. It's been so long. I don't remember either. But anyways, like I said, he wasn't going to be that good, and he wasn't. But um, it'll be interesting to see him compete full-time in, in the Xfinity. I mean, he ran that one truck race at IRP and did okay. And, and so, you know, everybody thinks he's going to be just wonderful everywhere. Again, we'll pump the brakes and see. Also, call it cars really that good. They, they could show up with AJ Allmendinger on the, the road courses, and a guy like Chandler Smith kind of pumps up and, and you know, gets a win here and there. But other than that, Colleague program isn't super great, especially since they went to the Cup Series. We've talked about it. Their Xfinity program took a step back. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, again, I think he'll have a fine season. It's good to see him come over. It's good to see all of this. Is he going to make the final four? <laughs> Let's slow down. All right. I don't know that's going to happen. Um, but excited to see what he can do. Yeah. And honestly, it's just a matter of. The hype, let's see if it builds up. Because, I mean, we've seen a lot of these drivers from other series and the hype around them come into NASCAR, and it doesn't pan out nearly as much. I know Chicago. I get it. I know he won. That was a fantastic story. It was a great, great yes. win. But you got to, yeah, I mean, a full season is a lot different than jumping into the car and once. Well, there's only so many road courses. There's a lot of road courses on the schedule. I get it, but... It's mostly ovals, and and so uh, let's see how he does, okay? Because I, 
it's going to be they don't race ovals in the Australian supercars. It, it's going to be a a transition period for him. Yes, I know he's raced dirt cars like twice in his life. That doesn't make him an expert. Uh, but yeah, so just pump the brakes on the expectations. But I think it's going to be a solid season from him. Um, as far as you know, like I mentioned, he's going to be racing the Chicago Street Course in the Cup Series. They will NASCAR will allow um, you the, the Cup Series guys to run in Xfinity. So you'll probably see a lot of Cup Series guys in the Xfinity race. Last year they didn't because anytime they go to a brand new track, they don't want to give anybody that advantage of, you know, we've never been on this track. Now you get you get to run the race the day before. Now that they've been there once, you can run any of the series that are running there. So um, he'll obviously run in, in both races um, and, and probably be the favorite in both races, to be honest with you. And we'll see how it goes. I don't know that he's just going to walk in and sweep the weekend this time. But uh, yeah, again, just pump the brakes on him. But uh, excited to see him come over. It's, it's going to be a, a nice, fun journey to see him and how he transitions. And we've seen guys turn it into good careers. I mean, you know, it, guys like Juan Pablo Montoya coming over, and and there's been, you know, even Danica Patrick. It wasn't the greatest always, but she had a nice career, and uh, so it's Marcos Ambrose. He did a great job when he came over. Kind of, from, I, he might have even been an Australian Supercars guy. Uh, so, plen- plenty of examples of of people doing all right. Uh, just he's not Jesus, so let's calm down on the praise. But other than that, excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm mean, again. We're not. We never actively root for a guy to have a terrible career. Now we may actively well, root for him to not guy. have a good. All right, there's, <laughs> there's one guy named Voldemort. I hope Voldemort. he loses every race, which is not really that much of hope because he does. But well, you know. <laughs> um, all right, and then last, we'll wrap it up with uh, Grant Enfinger news. He will be. Uh, we we noted last season that Enfinger was obviously without a ride. Uh, because the entire shop shutting down. So he has found himself a new ride in the number nine truck. So good for him. I mean, obviously, we knew he, he couldn't stay on the shelf too long. So uh, glad somebody snatched him up. And the nine truck's not bad, right? I mean, this is going to be a good opportunity for him to to roll around and, and hopefully win some races. Yeah, and so the, it's the CR7 Motorsports. That's who he signed with. And they've got a an alliance with uh, Bill McAnally or, or McAnally Hilgeman Racing, as it's kind of known, um, which McAnally is the one who kind of bought most of the GMS assets. So you kind of expect that team to, to kind of replace GMS to a degree. Grant came from GMS, obviously. That's where he was when he made his championship run uh, this past season, real close to being the champion, obviously, before the, the Corey Heim and, and Carson Hosevar thing at the end there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does, but he's been around, been in the truck series a long time and he's kind of always, always done a great job in, in whatever equipment he's in. So I, I kind of expect that to continue. And I don't, like I said, I don't see this as, as being a deterrent for us to place any bets on him next season. Obviously you're going to want to see how he does in that, but I, I don't necessarily see this being the, the thing that makes us go, uh, I don't know. It's not going to be such a bad ride that his talent can't still shine through. And so. I think he'll be just fine. Yeah, because I mean, what what else can he do at this point but just try to drive the hell out of that number nine? And I I know that he will, and I think he'll do a good job doing it. So, I'll still I'll still cheer for cheer for you next season, Grant Enfinger. So we'll uh, we'll have some fun with that. All right. Speaking of winning races, we got some drivers to talk about who could or could not win as many races as the books are giving them, but. Tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, 
and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea and a Hall of Fame bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning. Hall of Fame bets. Like I said, we left off yesterday with Ryan Blaney and that long discussion of whether or not he's going to win three races. Let's start by just digging right into the deep end here. The first name on this list is Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, who made us a little money and then made us a little more as fading him and then made us just pull our hair out overall. Kyle Busch comes out, wins three races. We think this is the championship season for Kyle Busch because he's in that new car. He's feeling good about himself. And then all of a sudden, he loses his team. He's starting to lose races. And just doesn't look like the same fiery Kyle Busch that we're used to after races in interviews. And we're wondering what the hell happened to him. So Kyle Busch, his win totals now this season set at, <clears throat> pardon me. Two and a half? One and a half. Really? One and a half. Oh, what's the, what's the number on this? So over one and a half is at minus 105. The under oh, is yeah. at minus 125. Give me the over. Next. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. You wanted more more than that. That's oh no. It, it is, like I, but it is. One we've, okay, Tyler Reddick was the easiest one we've done. But this did we do Tyler Reddick yesterday? We did Tyler Reddick yesterday. So yesterday. Ago, yeah, <laughs> feels like forever. So yes, uh, Tyler Reddick's the easiest one. This might be the second easiest one. It's it's Kyle Busch. Come on, he's won. We know. Look how close he got to winning multiple road courses last season. He won on a Super Speedway. He can win anywhere. Uh, you know, three wins very early in the season, and he it was you know he was a championship favorite at points, and then it kind of fell off, and and things got rough. But he's going to be back this season. I have no doubt about it. Um, and you know, we kind of talked as far as the championship, like how much do you believe he's he's going to make the run at the end? He he's the type of guy who could get hot at the right time and and get it done. But he's going to win races next season. That that eight team has has been proven that they're good. Randall Burdett, uh, you know, he did it with Tyler Reddick the previous season. One races. Kyle Busch comes in, wins more races than he won at Gibbs in a couple of years. He's going to do it again. Uh, and yeah, two and a half. I probably still would have taken the overs. That's where I thought it would have been set. But at one and a half, I, I dev- just two two wins. That's all he has to get. That's easy for Kyle Busch, I think. And uh, and I'll, I will definitely easily take the over, especially only minus 105. It's almost even. So yeah, love it. So from 2015 to 2019, he had five wins, four wins, five wins, eight wins, five wins, right? 2020, down season for him. He only had one win. Bounced back with two wins in 2021. 2022, his last one with uh, with JGR, we kind of documented that. That was, uh, those guys were not, they were playing nice, but they, he wasn't getting any extra help. He'd still won a race. Last season, three races. I think you're right. And, and at minus 105, that's, I mean, that's not a whole lot to pay for a two-win season out of Kyle Busch. I think he can get two wins. I, I I don't see him not getting at least two. If this were two and a half, that'd be tough. That'd be that'd be a tougher number. 
Yeah, two and a half, I think, would be the more appropriate place to put it. And then it would be, but I still think I would lean over. But yeah, like I said, a one and a half. I, he's only got to win two. It's Kyle Busch, man. He's still one of the best drivers, I mean, in, in NASCAR history, really, to be honest with you. So uh, we've seen what he's done across all the series. Uh, and he's, yeah, I, I have no no doubt uh, that he can get to two wins fairly easily. And really, you could cash this ticket fairly early in the season if he starts off like he did last year. You know, gets hot right away, um, but he's going to catch fire at some point and, and get some wins to his name. Well, if you'd have taken the over one and a half last season, you would have cashed by Talladega. So that was uh, yeah. the the spring Talladega, not even the fall Talladega. So yeah, yeah you would have you would have definitely yeah. The first one would have been in your bank in California. Next one would have been right there at Talladega. So I, I'm with you, especially at minus one hundred five. This is one that I think is not is not a bad idea. Like you said, sinking your money because you're not waiting till all the way till November to cash this. You could probably cash this in April. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. It is young Alex Bowman. Uh, his <laughs> say young. He's probably is he's he younger than young? me. I don't know. I don't know. He's younger than me. That so everybody uh, everybody younger than me is a kid. How old is Alex Bowman? You keep talking. I want to. Okay, look it up. Uh, Alex Bowman is set at a half a race. So uh, really, all he's got to do is win one. The entire season. But here's the tricky part. And this is where I think this is one I completely stay away from. Because I understand it. He didn't win a race last season. But like you said, he, uh, several times over, he's been leading. He was leading the points before he got hurt. Could probably end up going on to win a race. But once you get injured, man, it's it's not easy for you to be in that car and to feel comfortable in that car. And it, it kind of shown through the rest of the season for Alex Bowman. Only four top fives, ten top tens on the season. So... Only 33 races that he ran out of 36. It, it just it wasn't a good season for him. I think he can win a race this year. There's a possibility, but the over here is set at minus 150. So I can't I can't suggest it. The under is at plus 120. I can't even bait you into that one either. I think he wins a race, but I think he only wins yeah. one, and I'm not paying 150 for it. Pass. Yep. Yeah. My I really I have nothing else to add. You. He's 30, by the way. Did find that out. So see, he's Pass. a kid. Yeah. 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 Uh, but oh, yeah, this one's just gross. Uh, he's he'll probably win a race, and he could win a couple. We've seen him win three before. But do you want to bet on it? And and the over is juiced way up. Uh, yeah, it's just. And then like even a plus one twenty under, there's a pretty decent chance he wins a race being in a Hendrick car. So yeah, just no thanks. I don't. I mean, ugh, gross. Like I, I again, if you have to pick one. The over I would take, but I do not love it. Well, again, it's it's really like kind of what you said. The equipment makes it to where you can't bet the under on this one because there's all you know that Hendrick cars win races, and and if he's that guy, if he's the one that can do it, I mean, look, he finished fifth at Daytona, third at Las Vegas, third at Austin, started on the pole at Daytona and at Richmond. You know, this was all obviously before the injury, but that's too close to the front. To, for me to say that he can't win one of those races uh, at any point, right? And it's just, yeah, I, I can't take the under, but I can't in good conscience tell you to take the to to sink the 150 into the over because it's better for you to 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 take the minus 105 on Kyle Busch to hit this over because that what she, at least you know is going to hit and you're not paying that much juice for it. So I know you only pay the juice if you lose, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't well, know. if you remember back early last season before the injury. I mean, he was an auto bet for us to win each and every week just because 
He's talented enough. He's in a good car. He's getting like 20 to one numbers and he kept getting top fives and top tens and, and having good runs and sure he didn't get a win, but like it doesn't take that much for a guy like that in that type of car to bust through and get one. We just saw Byron break out and have six the season before Elliot had six the season before Larson had 10. See the pattern here, Rod. Everybody's got their wins except, but I'm not calling for that. I don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> but uh, these, this team wins a lot of races and Bowman is very capable of winning and, and at different tracks too. I mean, he's one of places like Chicago. I think he went at Kansas. Maybe he's won. He's won all sorts of different places. Um, and so I, I think that, um, yeah, I think he can definitely get to one, but again, the number is just absolutely disgusting and yeah, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Uh, all right. Ross Chastain is the next name on our list. And the over-under for Ross Chastain on season win totals is... Should be two and a half, but I bet it's one and a half. It is one and a half. You, my friend, are a great... I'm starting to, I'm starting to see how these books are, are doing it. I'm telling and you. They're, like we mentioned yesterday, they're kind of going a little low on a lot of these guys, which is interesting. Well, like we said yesterday, if you haven't listened to the first part of this, go back listen to the first part of this. But we, 15 drivers won races last season, right? I mean, obviously, there's 36 races. 15 drivers won. So that's not that's not a lot. That's still half the half the races that have won by somebody that has already won a race. So the the wins are not distributed as evenly as you would think. However, with Ross Chastain at one and a half, you know, well, first of all, you're good handicapping. You're you're a great handicapper. Uh but for Ross Chastain, he would have cashed this last season if you would have if you would have bet it. So his over one and a half is at minus one fifteen, and under is at minus one fifteen. So the books, the books are kind of confused either way. They're giving you the number, but they're like, eh, we don't, we don't know which way to lean. So for us, it's to decipher: can he win two races this season, and and again this season, obviously, and how much are we willing to to stake on that? Because for Ross Chastain, you knew he got close, right? Obviously, he won the last race of the season, which was fantastic for him. But can he do it again? Can he can he win? a couple more races was he close enough on some of these other ones third at fontana fourth at austin third at richmond runner up in dover right uh, uh he won at nashville and then kind of fell off a little bit second at texas and then ended up winning in uh in phoenix so how many of those could have translated into a, a win yeah i think that uh this is an interesting one for sure but I, I, you definitely have to go with the over on this i we talked about Ross again on the championship part of things and, and how he should have another strong season. He won the last race of the season. I mean, he's, you know, going into the off season with as much momentum as you can, other than Ryan Blaney, I suppose, who won the championship, right? And he can win at super speedways. We've seen him do it. He can win at road courses, 40 to one. He cashed for a Dakota a couple years ago. He can win at ovals um, that aren't super speedways. He won in Nashville. He already had two wins this past season. Why does he not do it again? I don't really see any reason he can't. And looked really good early in the season, right? Was still dealing with the Denny Hamlin running and stuff early on. They kind of figured that out after the Phoenix incident. But then it was the, you know, getting into it with Kyle Larson. And then Mr. H speaks up. And then Justin Marks speaks up. And it was kind of like, okay, go hide in the corner, Ross Chastain. You didn't really hear from him for a while. Now he's got another season under his belt. And, and, you got to remember, like, this is the guy who was driving starting parks. This is the guy who was driving shit cars in the back of the field. And now he's fought and clawed and scratched his way up here. And he's competitive. And 
he doesn't give a fuck about the championship race. He's going out here to win this race. And that type of attitude, that's what you want in a, in a guy that you're going to bet on to win races. He's going to go out there and do what he has to do to, to win races, even if it pisses people off. You give him a fresh start to the season, coming in with the momentum of winning the last race. I think Chastain's going to be a competitor. And Trackhouse has, has seemingly established, at least with the one car, that they can be competitive on a pretty well week-to-week basis. And they show up with a lot of speed. They can run with the best of them. There was even glimpses from um, from Suarez earlier on last season. It kind of trailed off at the end of the season, but where that 99 car was pretty fast on some ovals and, and kind of hung with with cars for a little bit. Um, and so I think that, that yeah, this is, this is a pretty easy over for me as well. Um, it's just so low. Two and a half again, I'd really have to think and get into three, but only get into two wins. Like, it really feels like Ross can get that done. Again, he can win anywhere. Uh, so, yeah, give me the over on this one. And really where the math kind of sets in is as I'm not expecting Byron to win six races again this season right we obviously we talked about it uh yesterday where we don't necessarily see him winning six races so you take just one or two away from that win total Ross Chastain could easily scoop one of those up and maybe even win three this season just if he's if he's close enough but yeah I mean for me I think two is is the number I think two is definitely where he can get and I don't hate the minus 115 for it I think that's a, a pretty decent enough chance to take now if this was over at minus 150 like you know a couple couple drivers ago then of course i'm saying no but even still i think he's going to get to three even if i think he's going to get to three i still don't think 150 is a good enough price for you to be able to jump on that because anything could happen i mean that's that's really the only thing about it so um 115 seems like a pretty decent price i'm with you on the over let's talk about his teammate daniel suarez oh give me the under you want the under yeah the under a half a win Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you want the under a half a win at minus 222? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> under a half a win, Cody wants minus 222. He's like, is it minus 2,000? I'll still take it. I could find a way. I could find a way to make it profitable. We found the one where I don't care what the number is. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> we we know what Cody's threshold is. It's like minus six thousand. Sure, I could still make that profitable. Uh, the over is at plus one seventy, which again, it, it doesn't even make it worth it in the end. I mean, plus 170 is great and all, but like if you're going to make the under minus 222, then you better make that over like plus 350 or something. You know what I'm saying? Like give if you really really honestly think that Daniel Suarez is not going to win a race, then then balls up a little bit books and, and give us a little better odds to bet the over because I'm I'm still not touching the over at plus 170. We talked about it though, the track house is fast in places Daniel Suarez has been fast at ovals this season or last season rather but we haven't seen it since Sonoma where he obviously can win a race I don't know what it is about that whole Daniel Suarez thing where it's he looks fast he's he's hanging in the top 10 but we haven't seen him be able to punch it through for a win we've seen him lead laps we've seen him lead races but only once and even still I kind of protest that one because that was the uh that was the race where Elliot and Larson Elliot and Larson both choked it away. Yeah, and and that that opened the door up for Suarez. And then of course we were like, "Oh yeah, well Suarez can can get this done. Like that'd be fantastic." And then he just sort of kind of petered off a little bit. So I mean, I know he didn't win a race last season. So that's that's obviously one of the reasons why the under is so ridiculously juiced. 3 top 5s, 10 top 10s overall in the entire year. So, I mean, he did start on the pole once. Yeah, that means he had a little speed, but I don't know. I, I can't. I can't 
tell you to take the over, especially only at plus 170. But if you do lean away, go ahead and take the over because if he does win a race, you'll be happy. And if he doesn't, you'll be like, well, he wasn't supposed to anyways. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a little gift for yourself if he actually does accidentally win a race and you're just like, oh, yeah, I was the only person in the entire world holding the Daniel Suarez over ticket. But You and Daniel Suarez's mom, maybe. Hey. Uh, yeah, I don't bet this at minus 220 on the under, but don't bet the over either. I mean, again, this is one you just pass up on. It, you look at this guy's career. He won the Xfinity Series championship in 2016. 2017, he kind of gets thrust into the car when Carl Edwards abruptly retires, right? So 17 and 18 in JGR equipment, no wins. 2019, he goes over to, to Stuart Haas, no wins. You know, then he has a season off where he's in the 96 car or whatever for Gaunt Brothers. Nobody cares. Comes to track house, doesn't win in 2021, gets the one win in 2022. Again, he earned it. Best car that day. No, could nobody pass by any means ever. Also correct. Yes. 2023 doesn't win anything. A lot of years in elite equipment, not really delivering on these. One career win in all those seasons. Uh, again, we talked about it. I feel like he's on the hot seat. Uh, the Really, the only reason he's maybe not on the hot seat is because of the partners he brings and how much some of these companies just absolutely love him and, and his fan base, which is great, and that's part of the business as well. And he's still a talented driver, and he does fine, but he's just not a guy you can count on to get you wins. So I wouldn't bet this, but if if I had to, I would lay the minus 220 on the under because I I don't think Daniel Suarez wins a race. And if he does, I'll be shocked. And, and you know, again, I can admit that I'm wrong, but I, I just don't see it happening. Well, he came close twice. He finished second in Atlanta and then third over there in the Indy GP where he did start on the pole. So, I mean, something happens in front of him and he's the one that benefits from it. He accidentally steal, uh, steals one. But again, we're kind of telling you to stay away from this one. But I'm saying that's his path. It could happen accidentally. It, sure. it already did. Anybody can win super speedway. So that's, you know, something. Atlanta, you have to toss that out there. They're not going back to Indy this year for the road course. So take that away from him. If your strategy is to take a unit and break it across all of these plus overs, especially like the plus half a race overs, then first of all, that's a crazy strategy, and I probably think you should rethink it. But uh, I, I still think, you know, this one could hit. I'm just saying, yeah. accidentally. If we saw if we saw Ricky Stenhouse win a, tra- uh, a race, Daniel... Well, and that's, yeah. uh, and that's always the disclaimer on that. It's super Speedway wins. Anybody can do it, and, and you can't be super shocked when somebody wins one, and that can definitely throw it off if you have an under. But he's not just going to go out and win anywhere else, I don't think. So I'll I'll take the gamble. He doesn't win one of those six super speedway races, and I feel pretty good about that. This might be the longest that we spend on Daniel Suarez uh, for the entire offseason. So. Unless he wins a race, and maybe we'll dedicate an episode to how I was wrong, and congratulations to Daniel Suarez. <laughs> well, and then we'll make you sing the Mexican national anthem. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that Again, out. Again, no more singing for Cody. We've already established I can't really do it. So. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to the meat of this one. They give us uh, Kyle Larson right smack dab in the middle of this. Kyle Larson's win race uh, season win race total is, what do you think, Cody? What did you say, Kyle Larson? Kyle Larson. Uh, well, we talked about this yesterday, so I believe it's set at two and a half. Oh, no, no, even it's though... set at three and a half. Oh. oh, it is. Oh, that's right. I guessed four and a half, and you it's did. three and a half. Yeah, yeah. three and a half. 
Uh, over is at minus 125. The under is at minus 105. Oh, okay. So they're leaving it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how do you just not take the over? I This is, uh, this is a lot of overs today. I feel like, well, I don't remember. Maybe I just, yesterday was a long time ago. Maybe we went more on the unders train. I feel like we did. Um, but some of these overs are set so low, and maybe that's why they're trying to, that's how they're going to get you. Bet on a bunch of overs, and there's only so many races. But there's Kyle Larson, man. I know he didn't do it last season, but it's Kyle Larson. But he did. He did. He got four wins. Oh, that's right. He did get four. Season. Yeah. yeah. Season before he didn't get. He right. didn't get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And he had ten two seasons ago. Again, old car, different scenario. But it's Kyle Larson, best driver in the entire world. Like I rest my case. <laughs> and and knocking on the door for a lot more wins than he got. I mean, again, those four wins were the four wins. But you want to talk about getting you know taken out by Denny Hamlin. You want to talk about like going to the beach and. Uh... Going to the, what was that? Oh, he was winning or, that race too. That, he was he was gonna win. I mean, was that it wasn't Homestead? Was no, it, it wasn't I Homestead. I can't remember where he hit the yeah, but, yeah hit the sand trap. The, yeah, instead of taking oh that was Texas, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh yeah, and I mean, he's not gonna win on Super Speedway, so he can throw those six races out. But he can win on any of the the road courses, and he can win. He's gonna be the favorite on almost every other single oval you go to throughout the season. Probably a lot of the road courses too. So. Uh, yeah, he's the best driver in the world. The dude wins, like we said the other day. Oh, look, he just won whatever event he's in tonight. So, and he's whatever event he's in tomorrow night, he's going to win that too. And uh, you can just play that on repeat every day because he wins races every single day, it seems like. Uh, and, and dude is just world class talent, one of the best in the world, if not the best. Um, and you've got to take the over here. And I think you still consider the over even at four and a half. And maybe even if they set it at five and a half, like, Again, this is the type of guy who can go out and win you 10 races plus the all-star race like he did a couple of seasons ago, and it's not really that crazy for him to do. So only having to get to four, it just that seems criminally low, and I, and I don't really understand it. But, yeah, definitely give me all the over. And it's not even – the juice is not is a very appropriate for the over. So. I was just about to Love say it. that. Minus 125 <laughs> is not minus 150. Yeah. It's not minus 175. It's it's literally it's not within, minus 220. It's not minus 220. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that either. But, I mean, listen, runner-up at Las Vegas, right, uh, led 201 laps at Phoenix – finishing fourth after he started on the pole in that one uh led 75 laps at the bristol dirt after starting on the pole uh i mean runner up at kansas it's just yeah any one of those could have ended up being a win for him and then that even puts you into five win category and if we're taking wins away from william byron i'm sure kyle larson could pick one of those up as well so yeah, Kansas was the last lap, right? We talked about that mm-hmm. with Denny Hamlin, where he took that from Larson Pocono. Denny Hamlin got Larson there at the end of that one. Yeah, it's you, you've got to go over on this. I think it's it's a fairly easy case to make. I agree. Uh, all right, this next one kind of pisses me off. And, and it pisses me off in a way that you're getting Bubba Wallace, okay? You're getting Bubba Wallace at a half a win. But here's what pisses me off. It's, it's way juiced to the over. Minus it? 140 to the over. If you're going to yeah, do that, not that bad. yeah, but if you're going to do that, just put it at a, a one and a half. Give me minus 110. Give You know, don't don't give me this like half a win, but then go, oh, but we're going to we're going to charge the hell out of you if you want to take the over because Bubba Wallace could end up winning a race next year. We talked about maybe how no, 2311. He'll win a race. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I. But I'll take it. Minus 140. I don't care. Wow. I He's winning a race. He's winning at least one if he doesn't win two. I. It's more than you want to pay, 
minus one forty, but I'll pay it. I think he he's winning a race. How how does he not? He, he's too good. The car is too good. They're too fast. Again, I think Reddick's going to break out. That's going to push Bubba even more. He, he's going to be in the mix in all six super speedway races. And he saw you know the mile and a half program for twenty three eleven is so freaking good. Um, you know tracks like Michigan, he's going to be good. I expect him to be good at Indy. Uh, yeah, oh, love it. Give me I. Minus one forty, I don't care. I'll take the over. All right. So, but the under, if you really, if you don't believe in that, is plus one ten. Again, that's not even a like. That's if you're gonna put at minus one forty the over, at least make it worth betting the under. That's that plus one ten. No, thank you. This is what I'm saying. This was <laughs> this was the probably most lazy thing they could have done in the entire world. They're like, you know, because it's like, well, he's gonna win a race, so we'll just almost price you out and then not reward you if he doesn't happen to win one. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, if you, yeah, you only pay the juice if you lose, so yeah. I suppose you're go not going to do lose. it. He's winning one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's got to win one. There's, there's I'm, no I'm very confident in that. Give me give me the over on Bubba. All right, good. I'll take that as well. I mean, look, he led 80 laps at Richmond, 111 laps in Texas, right? We started on the pole, finished third. Yeah, definitely going to win one. Could have won that Kansas race before he blew a tire. Um, yeah, he, he's, yeah, love it. All right, you want a little more of a challenge? This one, I'll already tell you that I don't care. I'm taking the under on this one for sure. Okay. Christopher Bell. Oh, geez. Rod is just, it's not a good week for Christopher Bell when it comes to Rod. Gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like I said, he could rip me apart. Leave me leave me all the reviews he wants. I don't care. It's like, it's, I mean, what do you think is, what do you think is win total set at? Um, I'm going to guess one and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, Oh. Two and a half. And the little over bullish, little bullish on, on Bell. Quite bullish on Bell. And and I will tell you, obviously, we talk about Christopher Bell. Two wins last year. So they're giving him one more win this year. The uh the over is set at minus one thirty, the under is set at plus one hundred. Hundred percent taking the hundred of uh, the under. It's minus one thirty on the over? Minus one thirty on the over. Jesus, I wanted to take the over, but at minus 130. Again, Ugh. keep in mind, Christopher Bell only won two races last season. Yeah, but he's super talented, and he's in a Gibbs car. It's going to be fast. He was super talented and in a Gibbs car last season, and he was fast. He won two races. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he, how many races did he win in 22? He won, he won three, three, day, right? three, but he which, won. Which there's an asterisk next to that. It says cardboard, so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see? See? Oh, man, I really thought this would be a one and a half, and then I was going to like the over, and it's still juiced up that much. Why? Mm. Yeah, I guess I'll have to go with the under, too, even though I don't love it. Um, man, this, yeah, this is a tough one. But where does he pick up that third win? Yeah, but he can win road courses. Um, he's, he can win most other places. He's really good at short flats, so... Places like New Hampshire, places like Martinsville, Phoenix, even. Um, man. All right, listen. So, so let's let's yeah, walk through some of that. Is that <laughs> yeah. give me the under rod? <laughs> okay, fine. I know Watkins Glen. He finished third. Bristol. He finished third. Runner up at Vegas. Right. And was Bristol when, dirt though? Uh, Bristol was the uh, dirt. No, it wasn't yeah. the dirt. Was it? Oh, did he? He won dirt, didn't he? Yeah, he won the dirt. He won the dirt and then ended up uh, third place third. after starting okay. on the pole. He had three poles in not, a row. Because they won't be back on. Well, he had like 15 poles a season. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, th- I think you have to go with the under, especially for where the numbers add. Maybe if the plus money was on the over, you dabble a little bit there, but I can really see him. Ha- I mean, he's another guy. I kind of view him as a similar to a Tyler Reddick. I, I think Tyler's more talented, but Bell, I think, could shock at some point and kind of really just – I mean, the dude's made the Final Four the last two seasons. That should probably be shocking enough, not for guys like Rod. But um, <laughs> but I like I could see him just jumping out and win. Like, he could be the William Byron and win six races all of a sudden, and you're like, okay, hello, Christopher Bell. I don't think I would be extremely shocked by that. But do I want to bet on him to win three at minus 130? Probably not. So, again, I, I probably won't touch this one, but give me the under. Yep, I'm taking the under as well. Not even, not even Rod him hawing about it. I don't. Yeah, look, I, I did not wake up this morning and yesterday morning <laughs> attempting to not like Christopher Bell, but, and I don't Damn not like hard. him. Like I said, let's have a beer together. I mean, I, you know, I I don't hate any of these people. I'm just judging you strictly based on your performance, which is what I expect anybody to do to me. So, um, all right, let's move on to his uh, teammate, Mr. Young Ty Gibbs. Cody's waiting for this one. Smashing the over on this one, even though it's juiced at minus six hundred for the over. Uh, it's it's a half a win. Ty Gibbs. It's only a half. Only a half. What's it? What is the juice? Minus one fifty for that for the over. The over. Yeah, I don't care. And the under is at plus one twenty. Hammer it, dude. My best bet last season off season was Ty Gibbs under one and a half. It was too early. He was a rookie. Rookies don't win a lot of races. Wasn't going to happen. He came real close to winning a couple, and we almost hit him on a couple bets, but he's going off this year. Uh, oh, man, again, my love for Toyota continues to run deep. It's Tyler Reddick. It's Ty Gibbs. He's winning at least one race. Two, three. Could he win a fourth? Maybe. So, yeah. yeah I, I don't like the juice being that much, but only at one race. He's only got to win once. Yes, please. I, I love the over on this. Yeah, and we've talked about Ty Gibbs at length in matchups, in all How does the he other not stuff. Win a race this season, like he's so talented and he's in such a good car. How does he not win a race? But see, and that's the thing. Like earlier in the season, he was a, a legitimate top ten car almost every single week, right? I mean, obviously the finishes not weren't always there, but he was always running inside of the top ten. Top 15 as well, which is kind of not close enough to the front to say this guy's going to win, but top 10, top five. He was in that conversation all season long, and and maybe that conversation got a little bit shorter as the season progressed, but it's a long season. 36 races for these cup guys, and then, of course, him going over the Xfinity every once in a while. If what we were talking about earlier in the episode is true and, and Ty doesn't necessarily go run as many Xfinity races this season because of that giant stable of drivers JGR has now. Maybe that does give him a little more time to focus and concentrate on the task at hand, which is to win a race, right? To win a race in the Cup Series car, which is what he was brought up to do. It wasn't to run top 10. It wasn't to make his teammates look better. It was literally to be the next face of his grandfather's company. And you do that by winning races. So I think you're right. I think that the sophomore... I don't know. What, what do you call a guy that's been in for a year and a half? Uh, <clears throat> it's still a sophomore run. I he's, he's like a, he's a COVID sophomore at this point. I ah, think is there how you the go. NCAA would clarify it. <laughs> the extra year of eligibility. But yeah, I mean, for this to be his second full season in the, in the cup series, I think this is a, a good opportunity for him to break out. You're right. He's in too good equipment. He's too talented and there's too many opportunities. He's, he's out there. great at road horses. He's very good at super speedways. Uh, he can win anywhere. You, you're not going to be able to count him out at any point in time. So he, 
just to get one? Oh man, just because uh, like because if they had this at one and a half, it would definitely be a tougher conversation. I would still take the over because I would still like it, but you know, two is a little tougher to get to than. But he's getting to one. I, I'm very confident, and I think he gets to two as well. But yeah, oh, love it. I mean, this is an overreaction to last season's one and a half, right? They're like, oh, shit, we said it too Oh, yeah, well, they got fucking killed on it. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, I had a lot of money on the under on it because it was just, it was too easy. And yeah, and now it's the, it's flipped and it's too easy to go over than it was to go under. And yeah, overreaction by them because he was hyped up and it was like, oh, these, you know, you got to pump the brakes on the rookies. And that's just, Josh Berry. It's the same thing. Like, you got to pump the brakes. But now I think that uh, yeah we're and if if he's not running Xfinity, that to me would show that they are serious about focus all focus on the Cup Series. You're spending every waking moment getting better in this car, and you're going to go win races. So as much as I would love to see him in Xfinity and bet on him over there, that might be the best thing is just you focus on this car. And going out of winning races, and, and I think he does. Overreaction, but they're definitely covering their ass for it with a minus one fifty. Uh, and and listen, books, give us Josh Berry if you if you want us to. I yes, want, I mean you love him so much. I want to see what you got. <laughs> half a win, I don't care. Give it, give me under half a win at minus two twenty. I'll put more on that than I'll put on uh, on Daniel Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well let's wrap it up with the last driver on this list. One Joey Logano. His win total is set at. I always, I always give one Cody a so Yeah, there you go. One and a half. 100% one and a half. Winner of one race juice, last season. It's going to be, let's see. Let's see. I haven't, I haven't guessed the juice yet. Okay. He's going to be one and a half. It's going to be minus 110 to the over. And it's going to be plus. No, wait. Oh, how do I want to go about this? How many wins? Did he, did he have one win last season? One win last season, yep. So it's gonna be fuck. I don't know where it's gonna be. I love huh. this. I love watching your brain just huh. kind of because I was. A little bit. I'm trying to think. Like, are they gonna? They got to think he goes over, right? So it's got to be. It's gonna be minus one twenty to the over, minus one ten to the under. Oh my god, you are off by just a smidge. Minus one twenty five to the over, minus one oh five to the under. Oh shit! Oh damn, I'm dude. We need to start our book like that. The handicapping on this is oh, is fantastic. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So minus one twenty five to the over one and a half, and then minus one oh five to the under one and a half. I mean, he yeah. won one last season, but it's Joey Logano. What, what is he, Joey Logano, Rod? He's the hardest person to handicap in the entire garage. Exactly. But it's an even year, so give me the over. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's your handicap for sure. Uh. Yeah. But for Joey uh, Logano, it 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 is tough because he did come in second in he can, in he uh, can win Daytona. Time like he can win any week. You got to take the over. I think. And it, I don't love it. I'm not running to the window to place this one. But you got to go with the over. He's again. He's only 33. Like he's just hitting his prime. We could have. I mean, he's already a two time champion. Oh, Rod. Joey could still blow up to where we haven't even seen him get to yet. Like he is still at that perfect age. He could start. I mean, he could start ripping off and have, you know, look at back at Kyle Busch during this age, look back at Denny Hamlin during this age, back at, at these guys, like six, seven, eight, nine wins was normal for them at this age. Joey could be that type of guy at some point, if they can bust through If Ford can, figure out their stuff. I mean, that's probably what's holding back the most, right? Is just Ford's clearly lagged behind on this new car, despite winning both championships again. But 
I mean, and if he could get a very good competitive car every week, like watch out. So yeah, I, I think again, a lot of overs today on this show, but uh, I think it's again, another place where you have to go with the over seven of 10 seasons. He's done that. He's won more than two races in seven of 10 seasons, 2014, five, 2015, six, 2016, three, 2017. He only got one, but 2018 bounced back with three, 2019, two, 2020, three, 2021 was another down year with one win. And then of course, last season or two seasons ago in 2022, there was four last season was a down season. So, you know, again, you want to talk about even years, 2018, three, 2023, 2022, four, 2024, Three or At four least again. Three or it's four gonna, yeah. again. So <laughs> it's if it happens again this year, it's gonna be crazy. If it's, it's if it's some two of these and a patterns half, are thinking. just it, and they make no sense. Like with the Giants, like how are they not just good every year, but they did it every other so weird. You look at like Gabe Davis in fantasy football. If he goes off this week, Rod, he he's like 18 18.0, 18.0, 18.0, like He's at like six or seven weeks of a perfect pattern. It's crazy. So take Gabe Davis over any fantasy points this, this week. week right? I mean, yeah, play. I guess play, if you have enough balls to play Gabe Davis in your fantasy playoffs, it's probably the right move, I suppose. All of a sudden. Throw him in your DFS lineup. There you league go. League winner right there. Oh, my God. You've got tons of people running to the app going, okay, I'm starting Gabe Davis. <laughs> that is not an endorsement of Gabe Davis by me because I've been burned by know. him. And I don't know, Cody. Do with that, I heard, but. start Gabe Davis. <laughs> If the patterns hold, it you know, if you're a big underdog, start Gabe Davis. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, like I said, if this if this number's at two and a half, I I'm balking a little bit, but I I still think yeah. the over would hit. So maybe uh maybe two and a half at just a little less juice, I'd still take that as well. Ladder. Ladder, my friends. Beautiful. So, um, all right. Well, that'll Great. do it. For I don't know if what? you did you hear Denny Hamlin on the the Dale Hart Junior. Da- well, I think it was technically the Dale Junior. Download because they put it on both feeds, but. Dale and Denny had a conversation this week, and Denny mentioned that uh, like one of the most important things NASCAR needs to do is embrace gambling and embrace NASCAR fantasy. So, Denny Hamlin, if you'd like to come on here and talk about it, I would love to have you. I know that Dirty Mo Doe is, is over there on, on the, the Dirty Mo channels, then so that's great, but we'd love to have you here too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he's so right, and like he's like, you flip on, flip on ESPN. What are they talking about? Betting on football, betting on basketball, betting on baseball. And it's legal in North Carolina now. Let's go. Get into it more, NASCAR. Push this shit. Just oh, the odds keep getting better. People are t- it's we're getting there, Rod. It's, we're getting there. We're NASCAR's a little slow. Yeah, they're, they're slow to change sometimes, about 10, 15 years behind, but we're getting there. It's like Nebraska. <laughs> we got two we got two casinos we can bet at now. So we're, yeah, we're getting there. Two more Eventually we'll got. get these uh these fancy mobile devices and, and maybe use them. Two more than we've got over here in the state of California. So uh, be happy about that. Uh, all right. Well, Cody, I, I see you. You're already changing into your Hawaiian T-shirts to head over to Colorado for vacation. vacation. So that's right. Let's uh, let's yeah, get nah. you out the door and into a much warmer climate over there in Colorado. I'm just kidding. I know my mom lives there. It's not cold. <laughs> but uh, before we leave, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. And uh, shoot. Oh, man. Thank you, Bucks. Just again, thank you for all these options. Keep them coming. Xfinity trucks. Let's get on that. Yes, yeah. What are we waiting for? But love it. Thank you. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Next week. Can't wait.
Thanks for hanging with us this week. We'll be back again next week. If not, we'll just start our own damn book. We already said it before. We're going to do it. And Cody proved that he can handicap the hell out of stuff. So <laughs> we'll make that happen for you. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, all that other good stuff going on. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with some more NASCAR news notes, hopefully some odds to break down. So until then, have a great weekend. Let's go racing and let it ride.